Hello, hello, and welcome to The One Thing, a podcast where I talk to fabulous females about the one thing that made them step out of their comfort zone and change their life for the better. Because it's only by taking brave steps that we truly grow as a person. I'm your host, mum, social media manager and general soul searcher, Vanessa Carlos. And every week I'll be introducing a small biz owner, a blogger or a creative to discuss their one thing. Hello and welcome back to that one thing. Now this week I am doing a little bite size podcast um, and I'm gonna kind of be slotting these in throughout the season. Um, I'd love to know if you enjoy them but um, the first one kind of comes around um, with a conversation that I had with um, my really good friend Tamu who's actually been a guest on the podcast and we were talking about our assets as business owners and the most important assets that we have and we were saying yeah you've got social media is brilliant um brilliant apps to use for your shop window and as a free marketing tool to market your business. It's kind of priceless, really. And obviously, that's my job and and one of the things that I do every day, Um, especially on Instagram and a little bit of Facebook, getting into TikTok now. (laughs) I'm even doing that. And they're brilliant tools, they're brilliant resources. They can really market your business to people who have never met you before, who would never normally meet you. It's a huge world and a marketing opportunity for you. So 100% use them and use them to your best ability. But these apps aren't owned by you. All the content that you put out there it's not really owned by you. And say one day Instagram suddenly crashed and we never got any of our content back, that'll be it. It'd be done. It'd be gone. So what do we do as business owners to keep hold of these people that we have nurtured and spent time with and and built a relationship with um, what happens when the apps fail. And this is what I'm going to talk about today. So yeah, with um, this conversation with me and Tammy, we were kind of chatting through this and we we kind of came to the conclusion that um, you can spend all the time in the world on these, on these, um, on these platforms and you can use all these platforms and they benefit you so much. But 
really the number one most important asset, that one number one most important asset to your small business, be it service-based, like me and Tamu, or e-com with your own store, is your mailing list. It is absolutely vital that you make it a priority to build your mailing list and to nurture your email list. And I'm now going to go into a few things that I think um, help to grow your mailing list and also to nurture your mailing list. So first things first, how do you grow your mailing list? Now, there's two different ways you can do this. You can either do it organically on your social media or on a podcast like this, um, where where you tell people in your stories and in your posts and you say, hey, I I have a mailing list. I've started a mailing list. Would you like to join? Um, it's going to be really fun. I'm going to be um, talking about stuff on there that I wouldn't talk about on social. So you really, really should join me. So it's always, always good to shout about it organically before you do any ads. But of course, I am a ads manager, Facebook ads manager. So my big thing that I do for a lot of service-based businesses, especially, is lead gen ads now lead is a real bugbear of mine I always like to talk about um the person that you want to bring into your into your inner circle rather than a lead a lead just sounds so so kind of I don't know like a monetizing type type word that kind of makes them into a number and not a person. So lead gen, okay, we'll just have to call it that. So that stands for lead generation. So you're bringing in new people into your inner circle and you're going to nurture them there. Um, And I can obviously help small businesses and any business actually grow their mailing list through these lead gen ads. Now, how I usually do this and how we would work together with this is that we'd usually offer in the ad something that people who you'd like to bring into your inner circle would be interested in, either something fun or something informative or something um, nurturing um, that you can offer for free that people can just join in with. And to be able to join in with this, they need to give you their email address. It's as simple as that. So it could be a quiz. You could get them to take a quiz. Um, If you're a coach, it could be in your niche. Um, I recently did a free quiz where people found out their self-belief type. Um, So anything like that works like a free digital download where it would help them in their business. I don't know, anything, anything that you think 
your your most wanted people would really really find useful and helpful and informative and nurturing and would make them think yes I'd like to find out more about this person I'm going to hand them over my email address um and then once you've done that and you've got a nice little batch of emails that I would hand over to you um then you'd be able to nurture that email list and um I'm going to talk about that a bit more now So you've got all these emails of all these new potential clients or customers and you suddenly think, right, now I have to nurture these people. I have to bring them into my inner circle. I have to share with them what's going on behind the scenes in my business. I have to um, tell them what's exciting me right now. Um, share with them all kinds of stuff really almost like an inner journal some of the best mailing lists that I belong to um, one off the top of my head is pretty much like a journal and I get excited whenever I see her little newsletter pop up this is Sasha um, from um, Frank and Feel I absolutely love 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 her newsletter and it pretty much is like inside her brain Um, and I think that's probably one of my favorite newsletters Um, and it's not always about selling she always has a little bit of selling in there but it's mostly about her thoughts and her feelings and what's going on with her at the moment and I think that's what makes her newsletter great Um, so yeah a mix of everything I think is a really really good thing You kind of need to treat it, I think, like your Instagram stories. So, you know, your Instagram stories is for is for your people, the people that kind of know you and have stuck around and want to chat with you in the DMs. So you kind of treat it like that. You kind of treat it as these are my people, these are the people that are actually interested in what I've got to say, because they've handed me over their email. That's quite a big deal now, actually, isn't it? If you think about it, with all the privacy things, and, and everything that goes on around that, to to hand over your email address to somebody, it's quite a personal thing. So because of that, you've got to be quiet, You've got to have a sense of gratitude um, around your writing and really, really make them feel special when they're in your space. So let's think about um, all the great things I think a newsletter should contain. And just bear in mind, this is my own personal choice. Um, I'd love to hear what you think makes a really, really good newsletter. Um, But these are my these are my kind of top features, I think. So number one is um, because your newsletter is a unique access into your life and the behind the scenes stuff 
um, kind of like when you talk to your friends, the conversation or style of your writing should be should be conversational style of writing, I think. It shouldn't be too formal. Like you're not writing to your bank manager here, are you? Um, and it really should be should be chatty and it should be friendly. Um, as I said before, like Sasha's Frankenfeel newsletter is very much like her journaling and um, it really gives an insight into her inner thoughts and, and how it kind of resonates with how you feel about things. Um, I really, really like newsletters that give recommendations, TV shows, podcasts, recipes, anything that's kind of floating your boat at the moment to put those in there is super useful really really is um and yeah it's totally not about selling you're just you're just sharing you're just sharing sharing stuff that's really really lighting you up at the moment i love that stuff that stuff is great and after all of that your products and your services are super important to have on there um it can be at the top so you could get it over and done with you know um and have all your links up there you could have it in the middle you could kind of squeeze it in in the middle so people can't can't quite tell what's going on or you can have it at the end of it and just say right after all this chat here is what I'm offering this week um yeah yeah I really do think you could kind of put it in anywhere, but the selling's got to be in there somewhere. I am a marketer after all. I told you it was by size, didn't I? Um, those are all my thoughts around mailing lists and why they're important and how you can build them. I mean, really and truly, I am not a total expert on this. So with that in mind, what I really, really like is to have someone on the podcast who is. So this is a shout out to any of you that are listening now who are newsletter building experts um, or you know someone who is. Um, please contact me. I would love to speak to you, come and talk to me about your business journey, but then also give my small business listeners some real proper advice on this kind of stuff. I know it's important. I know that you can run ads to it, but I'd really, really like to speak to someone who really knows their stuff. And I think my listeners would too. So please, I will pop my email in the podcast notes. And yes, I will be back next week with... Um, a wonderful woman that I spoke to, a complete detour. And um, she is a hypnotherapist who deals with patients who suffer from IBS. So um, her name is Helen and she was great. We had a really, really fab, fun conversation. And if you suffer from IBS or you know someone that does or even you're interested in hypnotherapy and her business story is fantastic, um, I urge you all to tune in next week. Take care now, guys. Goodbye.